Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Sterner, play action, looking, punch, throws down the middle, touchdown, Arkansas, oh my! Clint Sterner is brought to you by Motorsports Authority. Sterner throws, With two great locations and hundreds of vehicles to choose from. Sterner, very confident. Throwing down the middle. Hey, one of this Clint Sterner, he's putting on a show. Check them out or visit online at msastore.com. Play fake, Sterner steps out of trouble. Wow. Oh. Wide open receiver, it's Cobb towards the end zone. All right, let's bring him in on a Monday. Clint Sterner, welcome back. How are you? I'm doing well, fellas. I'm doing well. How y'all doing? Good. If you're going to describe your feeling at the end of the game on Saturday with Arkansas A&M, what would that word be? Six. Absolutely six. There's nothing worse in the game of football than losing a game that you should win. Um, and, look, if you feel like you're the better football team coming in, and then on that particular day the, the opponent – that they actually team they, they are the team more prepared or or, or what have you uh, if throughout the, 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 the game um, you realize like hey this team's this team's for one reason or another is better than us today then you can stomach the loss then as well but none of that none of the above in my opinion was was true and you lost the football game to a team that that they didn't have any business beating you um, I liken this to the Auburn game from last year. Some folks are, are liking it to the, the Ole Miss game from last year. Um, but, but it's Auburn for me in terms of – I knew Ole Miss was good. I knew Ole Miss was going to turn into a shootout. Uh, and I was proud of the fellas. And, and, and it just – you just fell one point short, right? And um, this is more like the Auburn game to me where you, you were better than the opponent. You were able to establish your identity. And you somehow – uh, gave away so many points that that they came away. This thing came down to a field goal, and ultimately A&M ended up winning by two. So Have you, uh, uh, just absolutely, I mean, look, my my stomach was not the last two weeks of Razorback football have have taken ten years off my damn life. Yeah, well, it happened at such an early juncture, but obviously, if you know, I hate to bring up old stuff, but I mean, if anybody can relate to it, a devastating moment where you're seemingly in control of a game, obviously you can. Um, that was just such a shocking play. And it was a weird play, you know, just like in, in 98. I mean, just a strange thing that happened there. And and I'm guessing that the offensive staff is not teaching the quarterback to reach the ball, especially when it's not a fourth and goal. It was just such a bizarre thing. What, what do you think was going on there? Because I never did hear KJ explain what happened. Well, I mean, it's, it's obvious what happened. He reached, he tried to jump over the top and reach the ball over from about the four-yard line, I think, if you look at where he took off from. And, and uh, no, I mean, that's one of those things a lot like my situation in 98 when I fumbled it. You know, you work ball security. You work a lot of different things in terms of protecting the football and taking care of the football. But but you don't work when you get tripped and, and you just, you know, which hand do you put down? Um, you don't have the time and the moment to think about it. And I put the ball down and it flopped out. Well, he, you know, you don't, you don't discourage kids from reaching the ball over the goal line. I mean, we watch people do it uh, every – hell, we've seen KJ do it a million times. You, you watch guys do it every single Saturday and Sunday. And if, if you go to a Friday night game, it'll happen there too. So, you know, you, you don't teach kids not to it, – it's not a teachable moment, in my opinion. Now, it is a it is a moment you can learn from, 
but it's not a, a, a teachable like, boy, you should have really been addressing this leading up to this game. You're, you're, you're a poor coach because you didn't address that. I don't think that's accurate. I, I think now from K.J. Jefferson's perspective, I, I think right now, from now on, if you're not running for the pylon and reaching for the pylon on the edges or out where it's a one-on-one situation, um, then, then you're not gonna you're not jumping over piles and extending the football ever again. You're gonna lower your shoulders, you'll get behind your offensive line, and you're gonna hope that you get enough push to get across the goal line. So I think he learns from it, but I, I think there was no way for a coaching staff to prepare a guy for that. Um, it's just something that if it happens, it's unfortunate, and that the player himself will hopefully learn from it and not make that mistake again. Clint, I was really disappointed the drive before that when Arkansas seemed to be in control running the ball. Dominic Johnson had four straight good runs, and then they bring in uh, Malik Hornsby and uh, go to the gadget plays. Uh, what were you thinking uh, about those gadget plays at that point in the game? Yeah, well, I, mean, I think the, the Hornsby series was actually um, quite a bit earlier than that. I think you're referring to the, the – uh, the, 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 attempted double pass i think but either way it goes your point's valid um you know i i think i think there's several things that killed drives that killed momentum uh, i think that the, the gadget plays the, the the cute creative plays that sometimes work and sometimes don't were poorly timed i think i think uh, kendall browsley to tell you that um and and that's just one of of a few things that killed momentum i mean you look across the board and a lot like this is a lot like I mean I, you like you mentioned it Justin so we compare it to nine lost Tennessee I mean it, it, it's it's very similar in so many ways I mean you look at that game my fumble gets a lot of attention but I mean there were four other plays in that game that if one of them goes the other direction we're not talking about the fumble set um, you know there, there's there's a second and thirty that got converted there's the fumble at the goal line there's the 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 attempted double pass there's the Hornsby series there's the bad snap I mean there's so many things. There's the missed field goal. There's so many things that, man, if just one of those things would have gone to Oh, by the way, the drive before, um, I'm sorry, Wes, I didn't mean to correct you earlier because you were talking about the drive before the fumble snap. I'm sorry, I was thinking late in the game, but you, you were correct. But, you know, you look down the stretch and, and the, not the last drive of the game, but the next to last drive of the game, there was two drops. I mean, two drops by guys that are we expect to be sure-handed. Um, so, I mean, there's, there's so much that Arkansas did wrong uh, to lose that ball game, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I, I'm I'm more confident about the program right now than I was Friday night. That was one of the things that came away. This is a good team. I mean, they can run the ball. I mean, that was a uh, a defense that we thought they could run on, and they did. They can move the ball offensively. I like the front seven, the back four, you know, or the back five defensively scare me. But this is a good team. Yeah, no, look, I, I mean, I, I think when you can go – because that was a really good defense. And it's the best defense that we've faced so far. It's, it's, it's probably going to be the best defense that we face. Um, really, I think by the end of the year, than, than Alabama. I mean, I know we, we chewed up some yards and they're young and they got to get better. But A&M's defense by the end of the year is going to end up being a top – I don't know, take Georgia and Alabama out of the mix. They're, they're going to be right there with the the Auburns and the Tennessees. And by Tennessees, I don't know if they're any good on defense. I'm just saying that, that – that the defenses that are playing at a high level, I think a and will be right there with them. And, and the fact that Arkansas could go in there and and establish the run between the tackles with, with Rocket Sanders and K.J. Jefferson, when, when Arkansas can do that, when Arkansas can establish that to the tune of 255 yards, I believe it was, um, they're going to win 9 out of 10 ballgames. And they're going to have to work really hard to lose the 10th one. And Arkansas did that. 
I mean, Arkansas had over 400 yards of offense, 250 were on the ground. Um, there were no, there were no, correct me if I'm wrong, but in the run game, there were no, you know, 65 yard runs or anything like that. It was all just constant chewing a turf. And, and that is unbelievably powerful. You, you look at what Arkansas did to get to 14. I mean, that, that's Kendall Brown's offense. I mean, they had to play that. I don't know how many minutes that was of, of, of film, but they should play it. Run the ball between the tackles, stretch the defense to the sideline with the screen, the screen pop to the house, and then run the ball well enough to where they, they, they come down and, and, and get their eyes in the backfield and they're worried about underneath quick game screen throws and you bust a, a wide open post right over the top. Um, I mean, that, that was absolutely textbook what we saw. Um, but again, this formula is going to win nine out of ten ball games for Arkansas. And, and that tenth one, if they're going to lose it, it's going to take them doing, doing some really, really bad things in all three phases of the game. And, and they did that this, this Saturday. They did it uh, Saturday afternoon. Do you see KJ checking out of plays? We had a question here on our first Arkansas Bank and Trust text line, and on that fumble play, there was some uh, confusion with A and M. I remember watching this from the press box. Arkansas had three receivers to the left, and A and M only had two de- defensive backs over there, and they were all yelling at each other. And then KJ snapped it, and the rest is history. Do you see him calling or changing plays or doing things like that? No, you know, in their system with that check with me system, in terms of. You know, we had, when I check with me system when I was playing was literally check with me. I got the show right, um, but but a lot of times this check with me system right now is is literally run the play clock down at, at pretty deep and then look at sideline. They're going to tell you what play to run, and so I don't think there's a whole lot of changing. I, I think there's some RPOs where he's actually reading it post snap. You know, he's reading a force player, whether it be an end or an outside linebacker or safety. You know, he's reading that force player, but. I don't think he's changing changing much of anything. And I'll be honest with you, with as good as they were running the football on Saturday, um, I would I would have been disappointed um, if had he pulled that ball and threw it outside. You know, I mean, when it's all said and done, you just keep the ball and and, and get behind that big offensive line and, and, and move the wall, and, and it didn't happen. So I don't see him changing a whole lot. I don't know that in this system it, it really allows the time or the freedom to change a whole lot. If I'm being completely honest. Um, but that's a way that the quarterback can play fast. This, this system's more about the quarterback playing fast, being decisive, um, and and it works for the most part. So I, I don't see him. I don't see him changing much. Wes, no. Let's turn joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, brought to you by Motorsports Authority. You know, Wes suggested earlier that Pittman should have a talk with Bryles about putting the gimmick plays to bed, and he's you know, Coach Pittman has defended him and said it was in the game plan this week, and they worked in practice. You think they should put those to better? You think that's a, a part of the offense that should stay, where they, you know, run a trick play here and there on occasion? Clint, we can't 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 understand you. So uh, let's take a break. If we can get him back on for a couple minutes on the other side, we'll do that. It is ten fifty two, and we lost Clint there for a minute. So let's get back on him for a second. Uh, gadget plays, yes or no, Clint? Yeah, look, I think I think shelving the gadget plays is a little bit extreme. I, I think the timing needs to be better. Um, and, and I think the big thing there that's frustrating for most of us is, is just that, boy, you were so good within your own identity. Uh, why complicate things at that point in time? So, um, look, I, I have no problem questioning what Kendall Browse did on, on fourth and nine. I have no, no problem questioning what Kendall Browse did with that with the, the, um, with the Malik Hornsby deal. Uh, the plays of trying to get him the football all right there consistently and, 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 a, and that, that, that killed a drive. And the double pass, the timing was, was somewhat suspect. So 
Um, I, I don't have any problem discussing those and, and talking about how they were poorly timed and killed momentum because they did. Um, but, but shelving them as a whole, I think, is probably a little bit extreme um, that they're liable to end up helping us win a ball game moving forward here. All right, last thing. Uh, we're going to have to get on. But uh, Dallas tonight against the Giants, a game that, you know, before the season maybe we felt like it was going to be a cakewalk for the Cowboys. <laughs> Cooper Rush certainly complicates things a bit. And let's be honest, if Dak was there, he wouldn't feel like it was a foregone conclusion anyway, the way the Giants have played. What are some keys? What do you think tonight? I, I like the Giants tonight, man. I, I, look, I think they're they're not only doing some things that are impressive offensively, uh, but they're doing it without without a couple of their big guns. You know, I mean, they've got I think Kadarius Tony was a first round pick. I think maybe a second round pick out of Florida, who I think is a great player. Uh, he, he's been down and out and very very minimal in terms of, of contribution. And then you look at Kenny Galladay, a, a guy that they look they signed to be the the the, uh, the number one receiver. The the man beater, the the, the, the big time producer, and hell, he's talking about possibly demanding a trade. He hadn't done a damn thing this year, um, played very little. So, so I, I think I think what I say all that to say what I, I think New York's doing is awfully impressive. Brian Dayball's got that group believing, and uh, and, and they're talented. And Saquon Barkley and that dude to rock, and as long as he's healthy, he is absolute special, and he's a difference maker. He's a he's he's the closest thing, not the closest thing maybe maybe stream, but he's one of those. Running backs that makes like a Derrick Henry type of difference in a ball game. So, um, look, I, I like New York tonight to, to win this ball game, uh, but, but I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully, my Cowboys can pull it out, but, but yeah. I look for uh, New York. If I'm betting on it, New York's going to win this ball game. Well, no matter what happens, it's going to be more entertaining than Sunday night's game. I will give Clint credit. He's the only guy I know that predicted <laughs> KC losing, Buffalo losing, and, De- and Denver scoring 11 yesterday. That was that was impressive, Clint. I mean, he knows what he's talking about. That is a that is a tough call, buddy. <laughs> Could work. Yeah, hey, don't for, don't forget my Raiders call, man. It's them best in the bed as well. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. Oh. Titans Titans needed it just a little bit more, I guess. Yeah. So one of those one of those teams were expected to be pretty good ended up zero and three, and it's the Raiders. So we'll see. All yeah, right, man. Hey, Justin, you, you know what? One, one thing about that division, just real quick, it's a hot topic in the NFL. And, um, you know, the, the Kansas City Chiefs losing Tyreek Hill is an absolute problem, no question mm. about it. Um, you know, you, you look at Denver, I mean, I mean, Russell Wilson's going to have to pull a, a, a Peyton Manning rabbit out of his hat. And I don't mean physically from a play perspective. I mean just take the offense over and be the offensive coordinator and be something he's never been, which is more than just the quarterback. That's going to have to happen, but that's a good football team uh, there as well. And the Chargers, I've said it from jump. I mean, you got a quarterback that plays off schedule, off platform. It's a risky way to play the game from a health perspective, and now he's beat up and you go out there and you get beat. 38 to 10 by the Jacksonville Jaguars. He got beat by four touchdowns, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm-hmm. So uh, that division is still. I think they're going to end up strong. They'll all like the ship, but Justin, that is a that's a bad yeah. look for what we thought was the best division in football. All right, no doubt, Clint. I appreciate you, buddy. We'll talk to you Friday. Thank you. You got it, man. Y'all be good. See right. Thanks to Motorsports Authority as well. Motorsports Authority, good with cars. I don't know how they are with phones. Maybe they can hook Clint up.